All right. We are live. Okay. Man, what a game yesterday. What a game. I'm excited to talk about it. I hope y'all are too. Um, let's go ahead and make this official. Let's hit him with that countdown. Oh. <laughs> Wrong countdown, but we'll give we'll give him this countdown. <laughs> It is time. I just want to say first, someone has already gotten their seat today. Oh, for God's sakes. I haven't even started yet, and he's yeah. already, like, attention whoring out. He's All like, right. oh, you're about to do something, so I'm going to come sit in your lap now. Yeah, you're about to do something that's going to require attention, so I'm going to go hop on and make sure I get attention. <sighs> oh, that, that cat. Okay, so welcome to Park Me Alex, the only Lumberjack basketball mm-hmm. podcast Obviously, I am Alex and my partner in crime to my, I guess, my left, your oh, right. Yeah. 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 Um, whichever. <laughs> Jacqueline, the partner of the partner me, Alex. Um, anywho, if you're listening, obviously, you wouldn't hear any of that if you're just listening. But you get the point. You get the point. Um, we are excited to talk about today's or actually yesterday's game um, versus Buffalo in Cancun, the second game of the Cancun challenge, but the first game actually in Cancun. Uh, still, we have lots of FOMO to those who are actually in Cancun, being able to watch the game in person. You suck. Yeah, major, major FOMO. Jealous. Very jealous. Very, very jealous. Um, first things first, let's get a few things off the off the table. Talk about, uh, yes, we talked about this is the first game in Cancun. Um, we did have a nice little contingent with us. Not a bunch of people, but good enough. It'll, it'll do. It'll do. Um, and another thing, Jacqueline has a programming note and or a kind of like a continuation from the story from last game with our with our favorite ref of the season as of yet the white-haired ref go ahead Jackie. my new favorite ref and just to preface yeah. at the beginning of the game even alex and y'all know she doesn't like give lip give lip service to the refs unless they're actually good unless they deserve it like he was very clear and concise with one of his calls and like very much explained like what the call was and she was like that I'm a fan, like great officiating. Thank you. Like doing great so far. Love it. Continue. We had had no real complaints with his officiating. It was more of him getting bothered by people just, just like run of the mill yelling at the officials, not anything degrading or personal or cursing or anything like that. Like just, just your run of the mill, giving the refs a little, little bit, whatever. Um, but anyway, so I, after the game, you know, whenever I'd mentioned it to my dad, he said, oh, I see him refing games on TV all the time. Like he's a big time ref. Maybe that's why he thought he was like too big to come, come to SFA or something. Yeah. And too big then, for his britches. And then sure as shit last night, Richard mm-hmm. texted me, uh, the, the ref from Friday night's game is on TV right now, refing the Gonzaga UCLA number one versus number two game. I'm like. All right, then. Yeah, that confirms the uh, suspicions. Of course. Of course, the ref that thought he was too big for his britches to come to Nacogdoches oh, with the peasants and, and ref a, you know, mid-major game, of course, is going to be the same ref now on TV refing the number one versus number two game. 
So yeah, listen, we get it. You got some big games. You got some, but like, we weren't even mad at you. We were just, you know. We were formally requesting the same service on both ends of the court, both sides of the ball. That was all. It was just a, it was a humble request. There was no derogatory comments. There was no, no being rude for once. I was nice for once. Whatever. And if you've reffed at Tech, again, sure you've heard worse. Thank you. Um, yeah. So, ridiculous. Anyway, so I was, I was, like, yesterday I actually went down to the Woodlands to watch my nephew play uh, in his, in one of his first high school basketball games in the Woodlands. So I went to the Woodlands High School and I was really, really hoping and really glad that that he is going to the Woodlands High School. So he is a Highlander just like me. And so he is going to be wearing the, uh, the the red, the white, and the green, our Christmas colors. Um, as a Highlander this season, as a freshman red team member on the basketball team. So I'm so excited. So I not only have basketball all at SFA collegiate level. Now I'm getting into the hardcore basketball high school level with my nephew. Very excited. Anyway, so we went down to the Woodlands yesterday to watch him play. He did good. He is his own worst critic, like most athletes. And he said he was really pissed that he didn't do as well as he did. And we drove all the way down. And I was like, dude, I know. And again, most athletes, own worst, own worst critic. I was, you are, you were, same thing. Anyway, he, (laughs) he hit a three, hit a three. Had a couple good steals, couple good blocks. He did travel a few times, but he'll be okay. Um, anyway, so after the game, we stayed in the Woodlands and watched the game, SFA game, at my brother's house uh, in his man cave. And now when I say he has a man cave, he has like every man's wet dream of a man cave. Let's just let's just put it that way. Let's just be bold and state, state it that way. Um, he has three TVs. He has a like two bars. He has a sink. He has an ice maker. He has a golden tea game. I mean, he has anything you need in a man cave. This man has it. He has a record player. He has like three refrigerators. My brother does not fuck around when it comes to sports and man cave. Um, And he has a a limitless amount of beer and different beer types because he works for a craft brew company. So he just, he said, he said, Anyway, so we stayed there and watched the game there, which was nice. We were all sitting in the garage in his man cave and watching the game. And his his house is like the hub of the neighborhood. So, like, everybody comes over if, if the garage door is open, basically. And so we had a bunch of people roll in and out. And they're like, oh, what are you all doing? We're like, we're watching SFA, baby. And so they're like, well, what's this? Where's SFA? I'm like, don't start. Don't don't start. How, how, how? In year of our Lord, 2021, do people still not know that there is a major university in the sports world two hours north in Nacogdoches. Like, I am shooketh, but whatever. Whatever. But yeah, the uh, the setup looked super cool. Yeah, I sent Jacqueline a picture. I was like, this is a setup. And I have to also note that every time I come and see them, all of my brother's friends, they're like, yay, we're glad you're here, Alex, but we also wish you brought Jacqueline. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? One day I'm going to make my grand entrance. Obviously, I'm not. They all want to meet you. They know me, but they all want to meet you. It's just cracking me up. I was like, I need y'all to hop off my best friend's dick, please. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Please and thank you very much. Okay. Anyway, so let's get started talking about the game. And yes, I am not drinking Fredonia beer. I'm all out. I need to go get some, but I have a Dos Equis that's probably been in the fridge for who the hell knows how long. Anyway, that's what I'm drinking. I'm just drinking water right now, but 
I might, I might crack open some wine for the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is our little, since we're doing a little pregame before the game at 7.30, um, this is, this is my pregame. So here we are. Okay, so let's talk about the game. Again, we were played Buffalo last night, November 23rd at 5 o'clock. It was on CBS Sports Network. And, man, what a freaking game. Jacqueline, let's talk about it. Yeah, it was it was exciting. So let me give a little uh, background first on Buffalo. Uh, so, of course, that's the first time we played them. Um, their officially full name is the State University of New York at Buffalo, but usually just the University of Buffalo. It's a public research university with campuses in Buffalo and Amherst. Uh, it was founded in 1846 as a private medical college and merged with the State University of New York in 1962. Their undergrad enrollment is a little higher than ours at about 21,000. Interesting. Okay. Um, last season, their overall record was 16 and 9. They were 12 and 5 in conference, which they're in the Mid American Conference. So their big games last season, uh, they. They did play to Syracuse in the regular season and lost, but they lost in overtime. Uh, mm -hmm. six, so that's a, I mean, that's a pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then they lost, I think, in the finals of their conference tournament, it seemed. Uh, and then they ended up playing Colorado State in the NIT and lost by just two. Mm -hmm. um, that's their big games. And then probably most people recently have heard of Buffalo because uh, Bobby Hurley coached a Buffalo, 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 Buffalo. I like Buffalo. I like <laughs> Buffalo wings. Speaking of, I'm getting Buffalo wings tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. Right. Good sports food. Anyway, continue. Yeah. But yeah, Bobby Hurley coached uh, there before he coached at Arizona State where he's at. Mm. Good programming note. Good programming note. I love yeah. that. Jacqueline always comes with the random notes. Love, love, love. Love, love, love. Okay, so the game itself. Like we said, it was on CBS Sports Network, which actually the game tonight is on the same channel. So I uh, don't need to go far there. Um, same starters as before. Gavin, David, Rati, Calvin, Jalen. We did win by one freaking point. More on that later. Uh, attendance note only 103 people those bleachers as Jacqueline put in our notes were empty but we did have a small little SFA contingent like I mentioned earlier but yeah the but nobody so was listen, I'm not I'm not mad at our fans at all because y'all know if we could be there we could but like not everyone can just afford a trip to Cancun over Thanksgiving when we have all these other right things going on um well, just, again it's during Thanksgiving it's a holiday like not yeah. everybody goes to Cancun on Thanksgiving usually you're with your family okay yeah, yeah. we wish but um but shit I just thought it was funny because and listen I understand I get that the resort that hosts the tournament was like just trying to make their money yeah. but by making you book a whole package through them in order to go to the tournament but the, the way they tried to sell it was like, well, we can only guarantee you tickets to the tournament if you book with us and, you know, it might we might run out of tickets. That gym was empty, empty, empty. You could have probably dropped a pin and heard it fall. Like, True. I, I will say it is totally possible that all, a bunch of people bought tickets to the other games. But I think the, the ticket was for the whole the whole. I think it was too. Yeah. So 
it's possible that they ran out to other people were going to the other games, but they missed a hell of a game. If they didn't want to go to the Buffalo SFA game, I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to give them a better the doubt, but yeah, the stands were freaking empty. Yeah. Still, mm-hmm. even if you, if you took that crowd and multiplied it by like six, it still wouldn't have come close to even filling half of it. Like, well, that's the thing. Was it both sides? Like we only obviously saw the side that the cameras were on. So we don't know if there was anybody sitting on the other side. No idea. I have no idea, but still, there was barely anybody there, except for our small little contingent of SFA fans, which I'll give a shout out to. Um, we had Dylan in company. Um, I don't know all the people, the names that you were with there. It was mostly your your guy friends, but um, it was like Dylan. I think Nick was there. Yeah, I saw him. Yeah, they were there. And I, again, don't know the other other gentlemen's names that you're with. But then, um, so he's there and he's he's having a good old time. He told us that the bar was about ten feet away from the from the bleachers, and I was like, nice, yes, sir. Um, and then, of course, Chauncey and fam, like the Keller, the rest of the Kellers were there. Chauncey and the kids. Um, and then I think, I think I saw the Mises there, but I, I think I did too. I think okay, okay. I was like, I could have sworn I saw them in the stands, but that might have been, that might have been dreaming. But yeah, so there was a small little contingent there. Couldn't tell if anybody else was there, SFA wise, but just the couple people in the front. Again, I'm so happy that there is at least some purple in the stands. Like we all knew the colors would be there, so that that wasn't true. But um, I'm just glad that there are some SFA people in the stands. Love it. Hopefully they're still there tonight. I don't see why they wouldn't be, but yeah. Um, and then gay. David changed his hair. He took his twists out. Yeah. Programming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We will notice the hairstyle changes. We will oh, yeah. Notice. Again, um, as you might have guessed, we are girls and we notice these things. Yeah. So. <laughs> Absolutely. We will. And then one other note Jacqueline made. We also noticed the two people were missing. Uh, Jonathan and Jules were not, were not visible. We did not see them. Where did are not they? see them. So and, Jonathan's there. Where are you hiding? Yeah. And then I, I text my dad and said, didn't see Jules or Jonathan at any point on camera. And I once I noticed, I didn't ever see them. I was looking. So, of course, you know, dad, any anytime I text him something about not seeing a player, he immediately goes and checks the roster online. And Jules not listed on the roster. So really? Where is he? He's not listed. I don't know. That's not good. I don't know if that was an accidental update or if he is no longer on the team, but he is not. So that is a that is a big. Check it again right now, but he was not on there earlier. Whenever I checked it, here's the thing: this has happened before during seasons where one week someone will be gone off the roster, and then like a few weeks later they're back on the roster. You know what I mean? And so, True. but. Yeah. But yet they were always on the bench or they would disappear for a game or two thinking, oh, maybe they're sick or they're out and then they'd be back. So, I mean, who knows? But to be fair, this would not be the first time that a player just quit cold turkey in the middle of the beginning of the season. No, not at all. But we we just want to know because, you know, when the season starts out, we're really trying to like. Yeah. Get to know, not get to know these guys. It's not like they come talk to us, but you know, from afar, like we we want to support them and cheer for them, and we want to yeah. know where they are. Well, we want to make sure they're okay too. I mean, like if you're if they're going through something, at least maybe we can give you some pointer. I don't know. I mean, usually there's a reason why 
guys quit beginning of the season like that, maybe their, you know, their expectations have been violated in some form or fashion. Like they expect to be off the bench and playing more and then they don't. And so they're like, well, this is not what I've signed up for. And then, you know, quit before the season can barely get started. It's happened before. Yeah. You know, and then like at some point halfway down the semester, down the season, they kind of come rolling back in and you're like, but I, you know, I want to play. Who knows? But anyway, it's just something to note. So let's let we can uh, put a pin in that and come back to that later and maybe inquire we'll, my to know. So yeah, is he still not on the roster? Mm-mm, not on there. Mm. So if, if if anything, this is a very recent development where Jules is not on the roster anymore and he didn't travel with the team. Uh, but at the same time, Jonathan is nowhere to be found, but he's still on the roster, correct? Right. Hmm. Hmm. But yet, then you got. Russell, who's injured, right? He wasn't at the game. Russell was at the game. Oh, he was at the game. Okay, yeah. same thing with Nigel. He was injured, yeah. and he's and he's, he's at the game. So I do wonder sometimes, though, and uh, maybe this is an explanation for Jonathan not being there. But um, sometimes I just wonder with um, foreign players, like if it's some kind of issue with his passport or like. You know what I mean? Uh, like if there's some kind of issue with traveling. Um, I don't know. This is also a really good point. I don't know. Hmm. That's a good point. Good point. We just want to know people. Give us the update if anybody knows. Yeah. Please. And thank you. All right. So let's head into the WAC standings and then we'll get into the statistics of the game. So in the WAC, we still have California Baptist is the only team that is that is not lost a single game. I am shook. California Baptist, but again, let's go back to see who they played. Um, they played San Francisco State, Mississippi Valley State, Jackson State, San Jose State, and Northern Colorado, which all of those games, except for the first two, were pretty close games. So uh, the next game they're playing is versus Texas. So who knows how that's going to play out? But I would really I, keep an eye on, Calif- on, uh, on, on CBU there. That's that's interesting to note that they are playing that well. And I just don't know if they're playing against cupcake teams so far. Don't know much about those other teams that they are playing, that they've played. When do they play Texas? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I just deleted it. Um, they play Texas. It's the next uh, – let's see. What is today? Uh, today, actually. I'm sorry. At 730. Oh, dang it. Okay. Because I would like to watch that, but – well, it'll be on uh, Longhorn Network, so maybe you can, like, have it pulled up on your phone or something or have the stats up. Yeah, I get updates uh, on UT, so. Okay, yeah, so they're playing, yeah, they're playing Texas tonight at 730, so we'll see how that goes and see if that's going to break some sort of winning streak here. Because, um, again, I know nothing about the other five teams that they've played, but as of yet, they haven't lost a game. Uh, uh, so- Huh? Really Whoa. quick, sorry, I got to interrupt for this. We got a message from someone who is tuned in tonight. Kevon. Kevon! Hey, Kevon, we miss you. Kevon? Yeah. Hi, friend. Hi, friend. We miss you. Oh. I, I know because I saw the picture that they posted of him practicing with the 505 Raptors, and I was like, we know that guy. Yeah. Yeah, excited. Excited. Love it. Um, love Kevon Harris. Love, love. Uh, let's see here. We got Seattle. 
Seattle U at five and one. Finally, New Mexico State was handed a loss the other night by um, they lost to Utah State. It was a close, not a close game. I mean, Utah State absolutely destroyed them, eighty-five to fifty-eight. I mean, absolute just just dismantling. I dismantling. I would love to. I wish I would have known that game was on. I would have watched that to see what exactly happened there. But I think Matt was watching it, Atkins, and he was he was tweeting about it. How that it was just a complete and utter fall apart, which is weird coming from New Mexico State. Anyway, uh, then you got us. Yeah, so New Mexico, us, and Utah Valley at four and one, Grand Canyon at three and one, UT Rio Grande four and two, Chicago State two and three, as well as Sam Houston. Sam Houston off to a kind of a crap start. I'm kind of shocked about them too, but. They've played uh, Nebraska, Missouri State, and Boston U are their three losses. So Nebraska, okay. Okay. Um, Missouri State, no, no much about them at all, but they lost by 20 points, basically. Um, Boston U, never heard of them either. They're playing in the Jacksonville Classic at the moment, or played in the Jacksonville Classic. Um, and they've won against Little Rock, and they've won against Laterno, but who doesn't win against Laterno? Um, tonight they're playing SMU at seven. So, and then they play Texas at seven thirty on the 29th. So the next two games will be kind of difficult for them as well. Um, we got Abilene Christian at one and two, Dixie state one and four, Tarleton, the same at one and four. And then Lamar still one and five having a very rough go at it. So out of the Texas four, obviously we are doing the best, which no surprise there. Um, but still, man, oh man, Lamar. <sighs> but yeah, they're gonna play. They're gonna have a shitty season, a shitty season, and then they go and play us, and then we go play them, and they give us a run for their money every time. I mean, for God's sakes, yeah, kill me. Anyway. Like clockwork, uh, literally, like clockwork. All right. Anyway, I could go on about that, but nobody wants to hear that. They want to hear about the statistics from the Buffalo game. So, how about it? All right, Sean Kennedy's stat section. Um, so I do want to preface, and I'll, I'll cover this more later, but they they really kind of were better than us on most stats last night, um, which I'll I'll get into that on my feats of strength why why we were we were better, yeah. but or we came out with the win. But anyway, okay, so our field goal percentage was forty three point two percent. There theirs was almost fifty one. Uh, mm-hmm. Our three percentage was 28.6 theirs was almost 32 our free throw percentage was 56 and a half percent and theirs was almost 70 uh so yeah significantly higher than us on all of them but anyway uh Mm -hmm. points in the paint this is the most that we've scored in the paint this season it is 54, 54 points in the paint um 17 points off turnovers we had 18 second chance points uh, only three fast break points, 19 bench points. I th- this might be the highest rebounds we've gotten to, I'm not sure, uh, 39 total rebounds. We had 18 offensive boards and 21 defensive boards. Um, we had 21 fouls. Uh, they had 23, so we were less on fouls. Um, we only had nine turnovers. I am still shook at the that. Like – Single digit turnovers. Shooketh. That was what part of my piece of strength. Shooketh. Yeah. What dreams are made of? Um, amazing. Uh, we forced them. They had 20 turnovers. Uh, we had 12 steals, 
three blocks. Um, so our game leaders, which we had several, we had five players in double digits, but I'm only going over the top three for the game leaders. Uh, but Gavin had 20 points, seven rebounds, one steal. Uh, David had 15 points, one rebound, four assists, and two steals. And our boy Day Day played amazing. He had 14 points, four rebounds, one block, and two steals. Um, Day Day. Just a great game. So, Alex, you take it away with your feats of strength. I tell you what. I'll just start off because we we ended with Day Day. I'm going to start off with Day Day as well. Like, I – again, this kid is – well – I mean, even if he played a little bit of college ball, he's still listed as a freshman. So we're just going to get he's a freshman, for God's sakes. Holy crap. I, I don't – I am still at a loss for words. Like, that little boy, I feel like he's my he feel like he, he's like my little brother at this point, because hey, I feel like no. he can – You know what I mean? Like, I feel like all the little freshmen could be like my little brother right now or like my like my nephew, like my little nephew's age. The same kid that sat with us at Meet the Jacks, I was not, not expecting him to come off the bench like that and just completely blow us away. Well, because he was so bashful. At he was so that. bashful. He was so quiet. He was just like, I'm really, you know, I'm not the, I'm not a big talker. Da, 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 da. Lies. He's a big, he's a big talker. He's just not a big talker to us. He was a big talker on yeah. the court. He's a, he talks. You know, and I'm going to echo that because that's one of mine, but he, I mean, he really, First of all, he's so athletic, but then he he's also so has such a like sense of presence on the court, and it's it's just rare to see the two of those together because a lot of times you have really smart players or you have mm-hmm. really athletic players. Um, so to mm-hmm. organically have both of those is a sight to see. Hundred um, percent. I mean, his heads up basketball is bonkers at this level of. I mean, at his age, you know what I mean. His skill set and his skill. He he grabbed his own rebound yesterday with a putback. I was screaming in my brother's garage. I was Daddy! like I you, you don't even get seniors who are doing that crap. He went yeah. after his own. He followed his own shot, got his own rebound, and put the put it back up. I was flabbergasted. Yeah, it was it was a sight to see. And when when Richard Parton texts me during a game and says, "Oh, Hall looks really good," I'm like. Yeah, kid, you're doing something right because he doesn't hand out those comments often. Exactly. Comments if Richard, are, if Richard Parton gives out compliments, you know you're doing something correctly. Like just saying. he looked so good yesterday, and he he played quite a bit too. Let's see, he played 20 minutes. He played 20 minutes. Uh, that was one of my notes. Actually, I'll, well, I'll mention that too. One of my other feats of strength was the fact that a everybody that was dressed out played. Love that. I love that. So everybody that played did. Everybody that could well, play did. No, Jamel was dressed out and he didn't play. Oh, I didn't see him. Oh, okay, they didn't put him on there. Okay, well, yes, there was no minutes yeah, from him. Yeah, he didn't play. Okay, yeah, his name wasn't on the 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 stats sheet. So, okay, yeah, they, makes sense. They only list them if they play. So, if they don't get playing time, they don't list them. Oh, okay, I could have sworn yeah. they had some zeros on there last week, but okay, regardless, whatever. Um. I was I was just very very excited to see that most okay let me amend that everybody that uh, mostly everybody that played got at least ten minutes or more. The only person that didn't was Derek, which is fine, but he still got five minutes, which is anytime you're on the court opportunities to to improve and and get experience. 
five minutes is five minutes. I mean, at least you're getting minutes at that point. Um, and yeah, at least he he put in early too in the second, I mean, in the first half. Yeah. Um, he got two defensive rebounds. So there's that. Nice job, Derek. Good job, Derek. Um, and so that, yeah, that was just another good part of it. Uh, the start of this game, I was losing my absolute shit. That was the strongest start and minus a few things. The stir in the second half, obviously. I, I don't understand where we have gone from first from second half team to first half team. I don't get it. I don't get it. But we'll talk more about that later. The strongest game and the strongest start we have seen this season. And I was loving every minute of it. Like the song says, loving every minute of it. I cannot believe it. I agree a thousand percent because I mean Calvin got a super strong like getting the tip, then David yeah. immediately like goes down and makes a wonderful layup. Yeah, um, and David layups. We got the best start, but yeah, uh, David like really David. showed out last night. He, everybody was talking about David. Everybody really? was talking about David. The announcers were loving him. They literally the first lay, the first like layup right off the bat that he got. They called. They said he was a crafty, skilled ball handler. I mean, he was making threes, mm-hmm. assists, steals, layups. Mm-hmm. Those announcers love, love, loved him. And I mean, then they, I think at one point <laughs> they said that his on the his little like write up or little thing about him. It said his favorite player was Steve Nash, and so they started calling yeah. him Steve Nash. Yeah. Yes. And listen, you, David, yesterday, like. Oh no no we have to call him DK now. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. Apparently his name is DK. It's DK. DK. I mean, you lived up to saying that Steve Nash is your favorite player because every move you were making was so Steve Nash Steve Nash esque. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I mean, before we get into the, the the you know to the the grievances. I mean, our defense was lights out yesterday for the most part. You know what I mean? Like, yes, we have some things we're going to talk about when it comes to the second half, but that defense was just, I, I press use back, baby. I, uh, uh, you know, like there were some moments yeah. in the second half that I, that I would want to get back and I'm sure they do too, but holy crap, that first half was just press you absolutely all up in their face and it was beautiful and I want that to be throughout the entire game it's not much to ask the whole game please and thank you um only fact I mean oh my god the fact that we had nine turnovers who who usually usually you know we're we're happy with just like between 10 and 20 (laughs) yeah up 10 be still my heart how, but I'm not, Hey, I'm not complaining, but also how that I guess is my God. Holy crap. How can we go from how we played those first two? uh, Are things starting to click Jacqueline? I don't know. What are we doing? What's going on? They are. This is early, early in the season. And I am not mad about it one bit. I'm not mad about it either, but I just don't want it to be like, let me dangle the, the, the treats in front of you, you know, and then it gets ripped away. Yeah. Well, I don't want to be heartbroken. <laughs> Same. That's, like, don't. Any don't sports run. fan. I don't want to be heartbroken. Don't run out of gas before we get to the end. Um, Literally, please. So, yeah. Okay. So, the announcers, they were, like, really, really hyping us up last night. Whoa. Like, 
They were loving everything about everything that we did. Talking about our defense, about our offensive rebounding. Now, we'll say if I maybe I heard them incorrectly, but I thought that they said we were in the top three in the country on offensive rebounds. But if that's what they said, I don't know that that's correct or what time frame they're referring to because I <laughs> fact I thought that they said top three, but then I couldn't I couldn't rewind it back because I was watching it through the CBS right app. right. I would have sworn that they had said something about like we were in the top top three with like with steals, but maybe I misread heard that too. Yeah. Maybe that's what they said. I thought they said offensive boards because they were talking about offensive boards when they said that, and I was like, what? So I like looked it up, and I mean we're not in a bad position on that at all right now as of this season. Currently, we're it shows that we're number twenty two in the nation, which I mean that's yeah. That's that's still really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, maybe they meant steals, but they were saying that. And then they were like giving so much praise to Gavin, saying that he's definitely a player of the year candidate for the WAC. Um, mm. And little known fact, he's one of the most efficient, or not little known fact, but interesting tidbit. He's one of the most efficient post players in the country, scoring 65% of the time that he gets the ball. Okay, so we are... Okay, it's not steals then. Let me make sure this is the correct year. Yeah, 2021. Okay, it's not steals because, I mean, Abilene Christian actually has – McNeese has a bunch. Uh, we're not even on the friggin' – oh, wait, wait, wait. We're, we're number 33 in the nation in steals. Maybe that's With, what they said. I don't know. With uh, 10 per game? 10.2 per game. Okay, yeah. maybe we have, we have 51 steals total so far. Maybe it has to be something else. It has to be something else. But but yeah, they they said that Gavin, one of the most efficient post players in the country, he scores 65% of the time that he gets the ball. That's insane. Huh, really? Yeah. That's what they said. I must have missed that note. Uh, then my last one, Nana made another three. He has not missed a three all season. 100% from the three-point line. And we're number 22 in, yeah, like you said, offensive rebounds per game. Huh, I don't know. Maybe they'll say, to, oh, wait, maybe total steals. No, I just looked that up. No, it can't be that. I'll have to look and see if there's a way to rewatch the game. And see we're 34 says. in that. But still, like the fact that we're top fifty in any of these is pretty good. Um, maybe scoring defense. Let me look at that. Nope. Well, I don't even know. Then I don't freaking know. I don't know. Maybe they'll maybe they'll mention again tonight. Um, programming yeah. note: uh, Buffalo is beating Illinois State at the moment, seventy-eight, sixty-one. So. All right. Sorry. Out there, just want to throw that out there. Okay, uh, one last thing I wanted to mention too before we head on to the other, the other, uh, the others is uh, Nana, Gavin, Calvin all had seven rebounds apiece. Oh baby, oh baby. Calvin looked really good last night. I didn't mention that in my Calvin, strength, but he did. Calvin looked real good. I mean, he got the yeah. tip. You mentioned that. I mean, but Calvin looked re real good, real real good last night. I mean, he was all over that court. He was all over 
the play playing defense. He was on them like what on rice. Like he could not be stopped. And he only got two fouls. Shocking. Amazing. Shocking. I mean, the only person that was right. in foul trouble, amazingly, was was Day Day. Yeah. Shockingly. He's young, so I'll give him a little. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised. Again, he was he was playing lights out as well, so that wasn't surprising. I was just shocked that Calvin didn't have more. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But so, anyway. All right, moving on to. With the airing of grievances. <laughs> I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> now, you're going to hear about it. You. You. I don't get it. Can someone please explain? I, I just would love would love an explanation how we play so lights out in that first half, build up such a good lead. Halftime score, 38-28, up by 10. Decent lead at halftime. Okay. What in the God's name happened between halftime in the beginning of the second half. They outscored us 50 to 41. What in the cripe? What what did we do? What corrections did they make that we didn't? What? I want to echo that because I, I said something similar. Because honestly, the first half, like, I, I that is the best we have looked this season. Best. In best. My opinion. Absolutely. Best. Um, but then the second half we come out and I'm just like, what what happened? What did we do? And then, you know, I look at the stats and I'm like, they had a higher percentage than us in every shooting stat there was. Like the only thing that saved us in that game was our defense. 100%. Because okay. they were shooting better. They just oh, weren't yeah. getting any shots because we weren't allowing them. Correct. That is the only thing that saved us. Our defense showed up. Press you showed up as we should every night. And our defense was how we won that game, straight up. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Because our our, our shooting is, let's just say it, shite, piss poor. I mean, our 3% shooting is, is just absolute balls. But to be fair, we don't take a lot either. But, I mean, the ones we do take, we don't make. I mean, we're two of, two of seven. It's, it's not great. It's not great at all. It's not wonderful. It's not. I mean, and then you, and then you look at our, you know, our our, our freaking free throw percentage. It's been in the fifties. I mean, let's just say consistency. Yeah. Yeah. But consistently shit. Right. Right. Like it makes me think of um, anchor man. It's like I don't know some ridiculous like statistic. One hundred percent of the time we make it. Fifty percent of the time. Literally, please, please, <laughs> because that is accurate. I, I don't, I don't get it. Anybody listening out there can please explain how we've gone from a very strong second half team to an absolute balls second half team, like balls. We have, I just feel like out of the, out of the break, we have zero energy. We get, we, we fall asleep on defense. We, we start letting people come in backdoor cutting. We start letting people do, you know, um, uh, alley-oops. I mean, you, you stupid. You let, how many, I'm sorry. Let me go back. Uh, Buffalo had 42 points in the paint. When the frick do we ever allow a team to get 42 points in the paint? 
Yeah, that's a lot. That's, that's a, a lot. lot. Yeah, we had 50, what was it, four? Right? Uh, yes, 54. Yeah. yeah, we had 54, but we allowed Buffalo 42. It's a lot. So I do want to make a few, a few notice. During the game, the announcer said that the average age of their player on Buffalo was 22. What? They're almost all like they – I know they returned four of their five starters, which so did we, but I think most of their players are either seniors or fifth-year seniors. So, yeah, their average age of player on the team is 22. That's what they said during the game. And I'm like, ours is probably like 19. I was going to say, like, tiny little – tiny little uh, – tiny I mean, little – I didn't yeah. take the time to fact check that, but that would be my guess. So that was that. Um I mean, that, that, that gives a lot of seniority and experience for sure. Um, and my only oh, other, sure. like, yeah, I mean, my only other little grievance is, uh, so freaking Segu on their team, uh, Segu, so good. Like Wild. he was so good. And okay. He, he had 25 points, four assists, one steal. So at one point the announcers mentioned that he, like he went fist bump David like you know like hey you know man great game whatever like during right, the game right 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 like you know just giving him tons of praise for what great sportsmanship that was and I'm like yeah that is nice I, I appreciate that um, but at the same time whenever Day Day accidentally fouled him on that three point shot like you could see him talking some mad shit to Day Day and I'm just like. I do remember that, yeah. Come on, uh, but that was that was the like the arch of the the climax of the game that really turned him up. And then I mean, yeah. he was like couldn't miss anything. He looked like a monster out there, an absolute terror, an absolute terror. Uh, quick programming note: I got a DM from our favorite Chicago doctor, John Irwin the Third, oh. MD, who is actually going to be my new cardiac. Uh, cardiologist because basketball season has given me fucking heart palpitations. <laughs> but he DM'd us and said, or he DM'd me, I don't know if he sent it to the group. He said, um, apparently there was a tweet because oh. Tarleton, Tarleton's playing Michigan at the moment. Okay. Michigan has nine points and eight turnovers against something called Tarleton State. I don't even need to comment. That says it all. <laughs> Oh my God. That's great. That's fantastic. I cannot. And then someone commented on that, uh, that tweet and said, I believe Tarleton is an all girl business school. Yeah, I saw that. Okay, good. Mm. Holy crap. Ola. Holy crap. That's just funny. I can't. That's really funny. Um, also, I'd like to make a quick comment to uh, no, I'll bring that up later. I'll I'll just keep that on my I'll put I'll keep that on my phone. Um, so yeah, they made adjustments at half. We didn't. We let them come back, take a lead. wasn't a big lead, but let them take a lead. Back forth, back forth, back forth, and then we barely squeak out the win by one point. Barely, barely, barely. I was holding on. I felt like I was clutching my pearls or something. Like I was holding on for dear life. And I, I literally am sitting there with my brother and my mom and dad and my bro, my brother's friends in, in his garage, just like, like freaking out, like watching the tube, like this close to the television. 
And my brother goes, pardon me. <laughs> he loves, he loves saying, they all love saying that. They're ridiculous. They, they're, they're insane. Ridiculous. Awesome. I love it. Anyway, so it was just a wild game. Wild game. Wild, wild, wild. I just, I, I don't, I don't understand what the disconnect is between, you know what I mean? Like that's the, really the big question of, of the season so far is where is this disconnect between playing lights out so good first first half and then just second half just completely falling asleep, getting lethargic, no energy, falling asleep on defense, um, messing up plays, bad passes into the paint, bad passes to each other, turnovers, just getting pickpocketed over, you know, basically at half court. Like what, 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 what? That is what I need to know. And they came in hot. They did. They came back very strongly. Exactly. So Jacqueline, let's hear it. One word to describe the entire game. What would you say? So mine was thrilling, but maybe a little too thrilling. A little too much for the ticker. Yeah, a little too much. Mm-hmm. But and the, I mean, like we've said, the announcers, they were loving it. Like they were getting so excited at the end. They were like, man, this is such a great game. If you're not watching that, you were missing out like this. Agreed. Tournament we- game. We just didn't want it to be that entertaining and close. I want it be entertaining all day. I would love entertaining games. I prefer that more than just an absolute blowout. But sometimes we do like the blowout. Don't we, Jacqueline? We love a good blowout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that could be taken the wrong way as I say that in my head. I mean, it could be your hair. It could be getting a blowout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never gotten one before, though. But. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you, I mean, have you seen our hair? We, we don't need, we don't need anything else. Make our hair more crazy. We don't need it. Um, so my, my single word to describe the game. And of course, this is more towards the beginning of the game. The first half, obviously the defense didn't fall asleep completely because we still were able to hold them off long enough to win the game. Uh, but I still press you. I mean, that first half is the best defensive game I've seen in actually a long time. I mean, even last year we've had a lot of really great defensive games, but holy crap, so good. I was shocked actually when I looked at the stats later that night and we didn't have more turn, like more forced turnovers. I mean, we had 17 points off turnovers and poor little Buffalo only had four. You know, uh, but I will say one one note that I was really also shocked at is the fact we only had three fast break points and they had 25, 25 fast break points. That's terrible. That right there is as terrible as y'all. Literally, my jerk cat just jumped up in my lap right after he apparently let out the nastiest fart ever. That's terrible. I'm dying. If you've been watching, that's why I was all oh my nose. Scotty, if you're listening, I need you to stop shitting on your mom's life. <laughs> Why does he do this to me? Anyway. Because he's an attention whore. Scotty Pippen, knock it off. Ridiculous. I just, again, 25 fast break points. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's too many, Jax. Way too, too many. many. Too many. And again, I'll bring it back to the damn, damn points in the paint. Too Many points in the paint. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't. I don't. That was, that was the two things we slacked on, obviously. For sure. I mean, but again, Preston was back in full force in that first half. I want to see them coming out strong, strong, strong 
tonight in the championship game, which brings us to the championship game. Because, yes, even though it was a really close game, we won by one point. We did win. Yep. Got, dubs, dub. got the dub. Got the dub. Okay. So we play tonight in about 40 minutes. So get get your get your dinner, get your drinks, get your popcorn ready. Sit up at the TV, get your family, everybody put your purple on and get ready because we are playing St. Louis. And I had to look up what the actual hell their mascot is because I had absolutely no idea what the frick a Billiken is, but I looked it up. So the St. Louis Billikens, again, we play at 730 tonight, CBS Sports Network. Um, they're the 2019 Atlantic 10 Conference Champions. A Billiken is a mythical good luck figure who represents things things as they ought to be. Had no idea. I thought it looked like a devilish creature, but apparently it is a good luck creature. And this is the only university or or college or anybody in sports that has this as their mascot so interesting note um because it, 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 yeah it's, I've, I've never heard of it and i used to be very into mythology i've never heard of that before ever a mythical good luck figure who rep- it looks like a tiny devil buddha can i just say that like if you want need to imagine this creature it, just imagine really really sh- short and stubby big belly uh with like Crazy little f- hair, f- little horns flicking out. Basically me, but like devil horns. <laughs> Short, stubby, big belly. Good luck. That- Good luck when you rub it. Um, so St. Louis University, it is a private Jesuit research university with campuses in both St. Louis, Missouri and random programming note, Madrid, Spain. <laughs> yeah, that's on. It was founded in 1818 by Louis-William Valentin de Bourg and is the oldest university west of the Mississippi River and the second oldest Jesuit university in the United States. So interesting stuff. Uh, Very historic university being at the oldest one west of the Mississippi. I thought that was really cool as well. Cool little note there. Um, But yeah, that's who we're playing tonight in a little over uh, 40 minutes or so or a little under 40 minutes or so. So make sure you get yourself ready to go for that. Also, don't forget to partake in our favorite Thanksgiving tradition. And no, I don't mean watching the Thanksgiving parade, although that is fun. Yeah. Jacqueline, what is our favorite Thanksgiving tradition? To watch the Duke upset that we so wonderfully got to attend in person. Praise. And if Kevon, if you're still listening, cheers. We're going to watch it for you. Bravo. Bravo, Dennis. Bravo. (laughs) Bravo to you, sir. (laughs) Anyway, make sure that you celebrate our favorite Thanksgiving tradition tomorrow, watching the Duke upset. So sweet. Ah, Chef's kiss. It's going to be wonderful. So, Jacqueline, I have a really important question for you. I know the answer, but I don't think our followers know the answer. What is your favorite Thanksgiving side dish? Oh, I have so many. It's really so hard. Um, Let's be real. Probably macaroni is like, <laughs> if you do it correctly, but 
Oh my gosh. Macaroni, mashed potatoes, green bean casserole. Those are my three favorites. I yeah. knew macaroni when you were going to say macaroni. Because anytime we go anywhere, macaroni is your shit. And tomorrow I'm making my own macaroni. I'm very excited about it. I got some cheddar. So it's going to be triple cheddar baked mac and cheese with red I think it's going to be pretty bomb. Oh my God. If you have a little bit of extra, maybe you could bring it to your bestie so I could try it. I will. Okay. Because that sounds really good. Really good. Okay. My, my favorite dish has to be a bit. It's a tie. It's a tie between mashed potatoes and shocker here. Macaroni and cheese. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't help it. I do like a good uh, sweet potato casserole. Again, if done correctly, I, I will just dive into that real quick. Um, my sister-in-law usually makes a really good green bean casserole. I'm not a good, I'm not a big green bean fan, but she does make a good green bean uh, casserole. And last, not last Thanksgiving, but the last time we did a Friendsgiving, I made these uh, carrots with like goat cheese and uh, was it walnuts, pecans, one of the two. Uh, oh, mwah. those were good. But typical, if I'm, it's going to be mac and cheese or mashed potatoes. But those carrots I made were pretty good. I, I wasn't going to do them this year. I just hadn't had the time to get all the yeah. ingredients for it. But um, if we ever do like a late Thanksgiving, anyway, I mean, I can even make that for Christmas because that was really good. Yeah, yeah. that would be an excellent Christmas dish. I love some good mm. carrots. And I will say I, mm. I love green beans. So green bean casserole is a big favorite of mine. But also... Uh, our friend Kate at our last Friendsgiving made those little green bean bundles where they're like, yes. wrapped, they're like wrapped in bacon and like mm. marinated in basically, I think like soy sauce and probably way too much brown sugar, but they are like, those were, those are so good. She sent, she sent us the, she sent us the recipe for that. So I'll, I'll forward it to you. No, I have it. Cause it popped up on my memories. Like, yes. Oh, okay. Picture of it. Um, okay. Yeah. She, she sent it to us, but then she couldn't find it where she sent it to us. And so she's like, well, I'll send it again. Okay. But they're like caramelized candied green beans. They were amazing. Oh, so good. So good. So good. And then she made this other random like dessert pie thing, but we made it like, she made it like half drunk and like, I don't even know. It's still good, but it wasn't the way that she was supposed to make it. But anyway, um, so I'm excited for Thanksgiving meal tomorrow. We, we ordered a, a Brendan's turkey. Oh, yum. I bet that's going to be amazing. Oh, good. So we'll have that. Well, I'm sure we'll have plenty of leftovers on Sunday because um, right. it's literally just me, mom, and dad. And then Sunday we'll have our little Friendsgiving yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're not obviously going to record podcast tomorrow because it's Thanksgiving. Enjoy the family time. Um, and then so we'll do it on Friday. We'll post it on Friday from tonight's game. And then, um, as always, remember my plates. Great way to support your lumberjacks. Real fans have my plates. Don't forget to go to www.myplates.com/lumberjacks. You can actually get a fifty dollars rebate. It takes a few minutes of your time. If you're interested in getting a my plate, would highly, highly, highly suggest maybe getting one that is purple in color. And here we go. Oh, Scotty. Well, he's like rubbing on the side of my laptop. Scotty, I'm going to need you to calm down. We're almost done. Um, 
Because again, I'm, we're tired of seeing UT, A&M, Texas Tech plates all over the road. We're ready to see more purple, more pretty purple on the road with SFA on it. So again, don't forget, it is a great way to support even if you buy a one-year non-personalized background-only plate for 50 bucks. You're still going to get some money. SFA still going to get some money. So make sure that you do that and make sure that you watch the game tonight in about 30 minutes or so. It'll start on CBS Sports Network. If you don't have that channel, I highly recommend maybe getting with somebody who does have that channel and maybe getting their password to watch somehow online. I don't know. Check Check Reddit streams. I don't know. I know they emailed a link to watch it. Um, I'm sure you probably still have to log in with whoever your cable provider mm-hmm. is. But like, I, I watched it through the app last night. I just used my parents' Direct TV to log in. So exactly. So if anybody needs my Direct TV or Jacqueline's parents' Direct TV at this point, let us know. We'll we'll send you our Direct TV login. That way you can watch the game if you don't have that channel. Um, other than that, I don't know how else for you can watch it. Like I said, check Reddit streams. That's how I usually watch a lot of NFL games that I don't get. Reddit streams or yeah, that's really all I go for is Reddit streams. Anyway, um, again, make sure you're following us on all social media. That way you see us whenever we do our lives and our live recaps and all the random crazy stuff that we do. And uh, don't forget to be watching out for the post or not post the pregame parties for the Liberty game in Fort Worth and, of course, the Kansas game in Lawrence. Um, still working through some some uh, logistics there, but alumni is still planning on doing both of those. So, again, keep an eye out on social media for that and through email. So, man, oh, man, we are ready. And we have about 30 minutes to go before the game starts. So get your dinner, get your drinks, get, get, get all the things you need to get ready and prepared and – we are ready to watch some lumberjack basketball. Let's go for that championship. Let's get this win versus St. Louis um, and leave Cancun with a W. I'm excited. I'm ready. <laughs> are you excited, Jacqueline? Are you sure? I'm almost, I'm almost hangry. So it's like perfect timing to end this and get some food and get ready. And this is true. This is true. Perfect. I agree. Hopefully we get the dub. Hopefully with the dub. All right. For those who are just going to be listening, we'll get this posted as soon as possible. And uh, again, as always, have a great night. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the time with your family. If you're bored on Friday for Black Friday, come over to the brewery. I'll be there. Um, We open at 12. (laughs) We'll have music that Jacqueline scheduled. So there's plenty of things going on. Plenty of things going on this weekend. Um, Have a great night. And as always, Axe and Jacks. With Alex and Jacks. Woo! Go Jacks! Go Jacks. Go Jacks.